This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of gun sports radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. You know how much we missed you? Did you miss me? That's, I need that's my you, job security. I need you to tape that. <laughs> so when you're not here, I mean. No way. Hey. I'll lose all my security. He did a good, Joe did a good job. Yeah, yeah, he, my, my style's different. He just didn't have that <laughs> deep, growly. We should have an answer off. And I lost the, the new ski uh, chili recipe. No, you did. Oh. Yeah, I know. I was bummed. I, it's still good. I think it was because it was new skis. I almost took a package of new skis with me. Just Has some new skis there, eh? I know that, eh? Hey, look for our shows at your favorite podcast platform, folks. It's real simple. If I can do it, you can do it. Just go to gunsportsradio.com. That's gunsportsradio.com. And please remember, hang around for the second hour. We are now blown out to two hours. Don't go anywhere. Tons and tons of stuff. And this first hour sponsor is Firearms Legal Protection. These are our, definitely our good friends. And th- this Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. You can check them out at their website and see why. Firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Need to take a CCW class? Well, if you've been following the laws that are coming in and out of here, you need to get your CCW as quick as you can here in San Diego. But if you want an Arizona, Florida, or other multi-state CCW, you can do it all with CCWUSA.com. CCWUSA offers small class sizes, expert instructions to fit your schedule and your wallet. Three classes every month, two weekend classes, all starting at 8 a.m. Classes fill up quickly, so book now. Private lessons are also available. Great dates and times to meet your busy schedule. Check their website for details on how to apply for your San Diego or other multi-state CCWs at ccwusa.com. That's ccwusa.com. All right. Well, we got the whole crew back. You've been been a busy little beaver. I've been very busy, but all good stuff. All good things. Good. So we're not going to have any negative. That's right. John's not calling in. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, there's a little bit of negative. You know, we were talking about the uh, Virginia thing. Uh, you know, back when they had twenty three thousand people in there. Mm-hmm. Well, most of those bills are making their way through the legislature, completely unfazed by uh, by twenty three thousand demonstrators. Um, so Isn't that amazing. You know, it is, and it, it's tough. To, I don't know. A big part of me. I mean, the the biggest part of me, um, and and that's a that's a big part. That's a big chunk. That's a big chunk. Um, you know, it, obviously, I'm all for the Second Amendment, and uh, you know, um, it's something that I've literally dedicated my life to. And uh, but there's a part of me that's well. What do you think about Border Patrol going into these cities? These sanctuary cities, and they're going to try to help ICE. No, I don't know. I, I, I'm not an immigration guy. I don't know. I'm not an expert okay. on that. But what 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 I'm saying is, there's a big part of me that wants to buy every billboard in Virginia and say, "I told you so." From California. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, we got to save up our money because that 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 would be a great billboard. 
Well, a lot of people have been telling Mike for all these years that, hey, you know, I'm just bailing. I'm moving to Arizona. I'm moving to Idaho, whatever the case may be. Or I'm moving to West Virginia. Mike's heard, heard it so many times. I've, I've been in the room with him yeah. when he's heard that, too. And, I, and I've been in the room with you, too, when they talked about, you know, you talk about joining because your rights are going to fade away unless you do. And, and they would say, hey, man, can you get me a CCW? Yeah. And look what happened. Uh, the yeah. answer is uh, possibly yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. but and then... All the mocking California's taken for the last twenty years. Oh. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. Like, come on, you, you don't know? hear it. You don't hear it now. You should have been helping, not mocking. Yeah, we're yeah. here fighting the good fight in the front lines. Well, yeah. it's not surprising though in Virginia. I mean, I, I I think that was expected. The Democrats aren't going to back down just because a bunch of people protested. They don't. Right. They're not well, interested. They, they don't care. They have to that. win somewhere. Well, yeah, and and, and that's. The only thing they've really got going for them right now. What you're going to see, again, this is a longer-term play, I think. The, the, all those laws are going to go through. They're going to pass all those laws. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be interesting when they try to implement the laws just to see how that goes. And what's really going to be interesting will be the next election cycle in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And that that's where you'll tell. If, if, it, if those things stand and those Democrats stay in power like that, then okay, yeah, told you so. Yeah. But um, do, we'll see. Cause, do, uh, do you know what a lurker is? Someone who's a lurker. Yeah. Do you know what that is online? <laughs> it's uh, if there's like a, a room set up on Facebook or some kind of message board and somebody just monitors it but doesn't actually participate. Mm-hmm. They don't actually comment or anything like that. So I'm a lurker on a couple of Virginia sites that have formed since all this happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just watching the comments and I'm watching the the posts. And it's it, it really is California, you know, circa 19. Ninety-nine. Yeah, it's all the same comments you see out here. If you look on those posts, all the the cold dead hands guys are yelling and screaming about stuff, but they won't do anything. Yeah. What about the Constitution? What about the Second Amendment? Yeah, that's all great, but you got to get the right people elected. That's right. Exactly right. And it's like you always say. And I think I think these guys they move too fast. I think if they if they would have eased these things in, they would would have gotten they would get exactly the results that we have here in California. But I think what's going to happen because it was such a shock, and we'll see if the people of Virginia actually do stay awake. Um, but I think on the next election cycle, you're going to see these people get booted out over this. But we'll have to see, see what but you, happens. you just don't know. I mean, really, do you know that they're going to get booted out? I mean, you don't no. even No, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's my problem. I mean, even, you know, everybody says, oh, well, we're, you know, the Republicans will take back the House. Well, we don't know that for a fact. We don't know. I really don't know how it's going to go that with no, the House or the Senate. That's my point. I'm convinced Trump's going to win. I'd put money on it. I would, too. If I were a betting man. But it's just going to be four more years of the same four more years that he just went through. Well, and so I, yeah, and I don't know how it's going to affect. Did you see the Daytona 500? Yeah. Here? Did you yeah. see him fly over? And yeah. The beast did the, his, did the, ran on it. Oh my gosh. He didn't go up on the banking, man. I was wanting him to go up on the banking. You know, they talked about that. They said uh, that it's like it, cause those, those, uh, those armored vehicles are like, 20,000 20, pounds or yeah. something. So the physics of trying to get them up to 70 miles an hour so they can so they can bank like that, I guess. Would, yeah, I would but have you guys, I didn't even see this amount of excitement and pride uh-uh. when he was running the first time. Yeah. Uh-uh. Right. I no, no, no. It's, it's, you can say what you want, but when you see his, his rallies, they're not diminishing. If anything, no. more and more and more people are going to They're, and they're not getting a prize. They're not getting a present. They're, I mean, they're going. It's and, exciting. And then you look at the other candidates on the other side, and they get 200 here, 300. Now, Bernie does seem to get you know, quite a few, uh, but not anything like Trump. So I, 
Trump is getting speed, but also, too, in this first two years, you got to admit, there was the no Trumpers out there, the never Trumpers out oh, yeah. there. So his own party was against him. Even locally, but there that, were a lot of but people. But it seems to have faded. So that has faded. But we lost two years, two important yes. years. of We lost the Congress and all that stuff because yeah. they didn't get on board. Right. So we lost a lot of momentum. And by the way, you should go to this website. It's called actblue.com. And when you look at actblue.com, that's how Moms Demand Action uh-huh. and, and the Brady Organization, all these places are funded with mega dollars. They're right. so well funded. Right. These people that are going into Virginia and the rest of them are all funded by that app. No it's kidding. extremely powerful. They complain about the NRA uh, you know, being very powerful, but what they have is this thing in their pocket. Take a look at that app I will. and you'll see how organized what they are. What was it again? Actblue.com. ACT? Just act. Yeah, ACT. That's one difference. We are not, you know, Moms Demand Action and, and the Brady Organization, they are just an arm of the Democratic That's Party. That's exactly right. it. We are not this. an arm of the Republican Party. No, right. no. No, no. Well, we're not there are arm. plenty of Republicans that right. have taken all kinds of guff from us. Yeah, we're not an arm from anybody. Right. That's one thing we work really, really, really hard to do is stay down the middle. How many other... I mean, there are other PACs out there. There's the Buckeye. Um, yeah, those which guys, is a statewide. Yeah, that's a pretty Iowa. cool organization, too. There are a lot of great organizations. Yeah. Absolutely. There are a lot that, of great they're, organizations. They're PACs. But and, I don't know any that are really uh, laser-focused, entirely 100% focused on city councils. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen that anywhere yeah. else, but there's a lot of great stuff. I want to ask you a question because I, you know, I was looking at your voter's guide, mm-hmm. and I got my book, mm-hmm. and none of is it because I'm in the county? I'm outside. Okay, so the March 3rd election is the primary. Yeah. And there are only a couple of uh so the city of San Diego has a has a has a primary. Chula Vista has a primary. The county, like the county board of supervisors, so you're in right. uh where you would vote for Joel Anderson. Right, exactly. Um but if you don't live in Chula Vista, and you don't live in San Diego, you 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 don't get to vote for your right. city council member yet. You have to wait till November. My point was <clears throat> the voting guide is awesome, but you almost need to maybe, and I know you don't need any more work on your back, but you know maybe a voter's guide for San Diego County residents. Well, what, what, we, what we're going to do is promote, you know, there are a lot of, because uh, what you're looking for are the state level and federal level. Oh, okay. So, right? it's, so the county's not quite that important. Well, what we need to do and what we have done in the past, what we're going to do uh, soonly is uh, we're going to promote organizations like the NRA and CRPA and FPC, these state and national organizations gotcha. that gotcha. endorse on the state and national level. Because okay. what we don't want to do is, first off, we don't want to conflict. No, no, no. You know? no, no, and, no. But, but second, we don't want to do something that's already being done. Because so. I, yeah. I got to, and you know, it's so funny. I, you know, I get, you know, the, the mailers in the mail, you know, you know, ISIS slamming uh, uh, Demio. Isa. Isa. Whatever. What's his name? ISIS Isa. is a little different. Yeah, he's. Just, I don't think ISIS likes Demio either. Uh, but well, Isa definitely doesn't. But the thing of it is, they say that. I mean, they attack each other, and they both come at the same time. Yeah. It's like they got the same mail carrier, and okay, here's mine. Well, oh, well, here's mine. Make sure it gets to Dave's house because they never get them separate. They always come together. Weirdest thing. Mm. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. Man, there's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. 
What's the best defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws, folks? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I, we use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com. Or you can call them at 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. Or firearmslegal.com. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, folks, home mortgage interest rates are dropping like a rock, so you need to get involved. If you're looking to buy, refi, or maybe if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call a local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call our buddy Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash Alpine. Hey, Michael, who you got on the line? So we have a really interesting guest. You know, a lot of times we uh, interview, uh, especially candidates. We get a lot of candidates or elected officials, and we uh, talk about their race, and, and it's extremely important. Um, but this time I kind of wanted to put uh, politics aside a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so our next guest isn't running for anything. And, you know, we really like to get facts out there. You know, uh, I think Gunsports Radio does a really good job of, uh, you know, it, you know, pitching it right down the middle and, and talking about facts. We don't talk about conspiracy theories or, you know, whatever. We're, uh, 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 you know, we like to get, get to the heart of the matter. So right. there's been a lot of talk about socialism and communism and, you know, all that uh, all that uh, good stuff that's going on in the, especially in the national elections. So we thought it'd be very interesting to talk to somebody who has lived through a, a, a tyrannical government, actually lived there, spent time there, grew up there. And get his take on a couple of things. So I invited Carlos uh, Gamboa on the on the uh, on the show. Carlos, are you there? Yes, guys. How, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. So, Carlos, you grew up in Cuba. Yes. How long did you live there? When did you when did you when did you leave? Well, I left when uh, I was six years old. But um, I guess what I what you guys wanted me to talk about was uh, what happened to my dad and his part in the revolution and when Castro took over. Yeah, exactly. And what, what did happen? All right. So I, uh, I got a first-hand account from uh, my dad and the stuff he did, the stuff he saw and everything he went through. So I guess uh, when he was about 14 years old, he started conspiring against the uh, Batista regime, thinking that, you know, uh, Castro was going to have something better. Uh, in 58, uh, he started um, running uh um, supplies, uh, ammunition, and, and medical things uh, to to Fidel Castro and his army that was uh, in the Sierra Maestra. And uh, he did that for a while. And then I guess uh, towards the end of 58, it was becoming too dangerous for him. Uh, so he actually stayed up there in the Sierra Maestra in the mountains 
and he fought with the military until they won in 59. And uh, that was all great. Uh, you know, he was prom- promising a lot of great, great, wonderful things. Uh, and once Castro took over, and this is interesting because I, I thought it happened the other way around, but actually he disarmed uh, the soldiers. Uh, then Castro disarmed the police and the government officials and then the citizens. And then from that point on, from 59 on, uh, no one could have uh, any weapons. And then that's when uh, my dad says that uh, they started pushing the, the communist, socialist uh, indoctrination in the elementary schools and middle schools. And that's when they started, you know, going after people, doctors, lawyers, accountants. And are you with us or are you against us? And then uh, they would kill people. Wow. Know? So let me just recap. Just so but Batista was running the country and your dad actually yeah. fought on the side of Castro to get Castro into power in Cuba. Exactly. That's and- how good his message was. That's how convincing uh, Castro was. So he actually yeah. fought with Castro to, uh, to in a sense, liberate Cuba. He, he, so he, he, it wasn't like he was fighting against Castro. It wasn't like he was, you know, he had some kind of political disagreement with Castro. He actually was fighting on the side of Castro. But then when, exactly. when Castro won, when, when those forces won, uh, Castro took power. And, and the, he said the first thing he started doing was disarming people, huh? Exactly. Disarming. And I thought he would, he would disarm the civilians, but um, he disarmed the soldiers, I guess it was on the opposing side, and then the government, and then, and then the officials and police. What was the time frame within that? Did he do it like within a month, a year? Well, um, it, it started, uh, the disarmament started in, in 59 uh, when, he took, when he won and took power. So 59, 60, 61, nobody could have arms during that time. My dad actually walked around with, with uh, concealed weapons. But, I mean, if you get caught with a gun, you were going to be shot dead because uh, wow. that wasn't, you know, that was completely against the law. And why, why do you, maybe an obvious question, but why did he do that? Why was the first thing uh, he did? Why did he uh, take away the, the arms? Well, then, uh, once he took power, he wanted to make sure that he had complete power yeah. and he can manipulate people and, and control everything, all aspects of Cuban life. So what did your dad actually do? Uh, so after Castro took power and they, they uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, they started disarming people, what did your, what did your dad do for a living? Or what, how did he, what, what was his role in, in, the, in Cuba? Well, apparently, um, he says he was a teacher at a young age. Uh, and it's different than what we're used to. So I think he started teaching right after that. Um, but it's 1961, he tried to get a student visa to leave Cuba. Uh, and my grandparents and aunt and uncle were already leaving at that time. Uh, but then his visa was denied. So he had to just, you know, keep working there and, and keep making ends meet. Uh, and then obviously that's when he met my mom and, you know, then I came into existence. And then, um, and then uh, when he got the final permission to leave Cuba, uh, and that's, again, my, my grandparents were sending money to Cuba and, uh, you know, getting permission and doing all this stuff. My dad actually had to cut uh, sugarcane in like a concentration type camp uh, for two years uh, during the day uh, to pay his debt to Cuba before he could leave. Wow! And so then, he, know, he was so he was in a government camp. Now, how did he? How did that actually happen? How did he end up in a government camp? I don't know, but I think um, I, I don't. I don't have all the facts. You know, I would like him to tell me that part of it in more detail. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was like uh, he had to go like a day camp kind of thing where he would go and cut sugarcane. And then after, you know, two years, then, okay, well, then now we can process your paperwork and now you can leave. And we actually ended up leaving uh, from Cuba to Spain. We spent there a few years and then went to Chicago. And again, this, this whole time, 
our family in, in Chicago was sending money and, and doing the paperwork and more money to the government because, you know, Castro got rich of all this stuff. You know, he, he was he was in power. You know, he got he got money from everyone getting permission to see their relatives and all that kind of stuff. So once your dad uh, got to the U.S. and while you were growing up, what was your dad's view on uh, on, on on the Second Amendment and on, on government in general? Did, did a lot of this... I mean, did he just move on or, or was, did this remain passionate or what, what was his general view on, you know, gun ownership, for example? Well, I think, um, for my, my dad and my mom and my brother and I, um, you know, we came to this country as political refugees. And back then we, we were supposed to, you know, um, actually I think we were, we're in, um, we're in parole for two years. So during those two years, we, you know, can't break any laws, that kind of stuff. Uh, but we didn't get help from the government. We got help from our family and we, my dad started working, you know, I think he was, um, um, an engineer in Cuba, um, uh, but agriculture engineer. So he had a degree in that, but when you come to this country, you gotta, you know, you gotta work. And so I think he worked at a, at a gas station. He got another night job as a janitor or something. And, you know, that's what, you know, people come to this country, they, they find a way you work. And then, you know, then as, as the years went by that, you know, they, they did better, but the whole time, um, you know, we were very patriotic. We love this country and the opportunities this country can give us. And we, you know, you know, as we grew up, it, you know, I love the constitution and obviously, you know, first amendment, second amendment and all of it. Uh, this is what makes this country so great. And I think um, maybe something was, has been lost with the immigrants that come here now. I don't know. I don't want to get too political, but um, we love this country. It's the best country. In the world. So hearing your dad's stories uh, and Grace, your dad's still with us. By the way, yes, yes, yes. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. So, hearing your dad's stories uh, growing up, and uh, you know, did he uh, uh, did he try to uh, you know influence you politically, and and try to really teach you, hey, this is the way it was in my country, and you know, back when I was growing up, and now I'm in, in an even better country, and, and you know, was it influential on you politically and on your views growing up? Well, he he told us, you know, that the stuff that happened, you know, again, we we got bits and pieces from him and other family and friends. And then later on, um, as we would visit uh, to Miami, we had family in Miami, um, and I, I got stories from other people that came in later. And, you know, um, one of my cousin's uh, ex-husbands or, uh, would tell us that when he was a little kid, and, and this is, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, they, uh, they, would, um, they would have, like, bombing raids. Like, oh, America's bombing us. You know, hi. You know, like, we have earthquake drills here right. in California. They would have, like, bombing raids, and they would, like, indoctrinated those kids and, and show them how, how bad the U.S. is and all that. So I, I hear the stories. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Even now they would do that, you know? So, uh, but again, this well, is a lot of people, the in the world. You know, a lot of people wonder why, um, uh, you know, they ask me, well, gee, why is your number one issue the Second Amendment? You know, there's so many other things. There's taxes and, you know, all kinds of different other civil rights issues and economic issues. And, you know, Socialism, communism, free trade, uh, you know, there's a lot to debate. But one thing that I think is is crystal clear is that the Second Amendment is somewhat of a litmus test. And if they if they start repealing the Second Amendment, you know, whether or not you're actually uh, going to, you know, take arms and fight against the government or not. What what is sure is when they start coming after the Second Amendment, uh, other civil rights uh, are, are soon to follow. And then, you know, you know that uh, and maybe you love socialism, maybe you love communism, but you know you have fewer choices once uh, a civil right so is fundamental to a, a individual's ability to defend themselves and that sort of thing. Once, once that disappears, you know other civil rights um, are, are, are going to follow and that your choices are soon going to be limited 
across the board. So I, I think it's very interesting that you're um, that you came on to talk about you know your dad's experience and growing up and and uh, you know what it was like to live not so much in a socialist com- country or a communist country. I mean, we didn't even really talk about the economics. What we talked about was a totalitarian government. You know, there are socialist governments in Europe and and they're not necessarily totalitarian, and there are even free market countries out there that are very totalitarian. But the the, the yeah. important thing here, I think, is um, you know what a what a dictatorship uh, looks like and, and what, how it starts and how you can recognize it. And boy, that Second Amendment is extremely important. Carlos, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much for telling your story. Um, I think it's well, extremely you, interesting. And please uh, thank your dad for allowing you to share this and uh, and, and okay, send him uh, send him our best. Thank you, guys, so much for having me on. All right, hey, we're going to take a quick break, folks. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. folks hey welcome back you are listening to fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer have you folks been to ao sword firearms in el cajon yet well you need to put that on your bucket list they've got the widest selection of guns in san diego county with over 600 unique guns in stock including hundreds of used guns go see their full service experienced gunsmith they can do everything from mild repairs to full custom firearms A.O. Sword Firearms Store, located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosword.com or call at 619-749-4867. Build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosword.com or give them a call at 619-749-4867. Hey, got yourself into a sticky wicket and need a gun lawyer? Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Go to cafirearmslaw.com or call 760-431-9501. Talk to John Dillon. John Dillon normally calls in, but he is up to his eyeballs in lawsuits trying to help protect your Second Amendment rights. So we're just going to have ourselves a little... Free for all. I know what. What kind of beatnik hippie music was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. was a young. Fuck. That, was, that was the name of the song. <laughs> if you don't stay in Mr. Schwartz's <laughs> lane, you can be in serious. Trouble. We went from Megadeth to that. I know. Yeah, he was on your side there for a while. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to Gun Prom. When, when's the date again? Gun Prom is May sixteenth. <clears throat> I'm writing it down. And we down we again. had May sixteenth. I have it, my calendar. That's on a Saturday. Yeah. It's uh, coming up. I got to tell you guys. So we had an early bird special that expired on January 31st. Mm-hmm. We had such an overwhelming response that we extended the early bird special to the Ooh. end of February. So February 29th. Did uh, you buy our table yet? Yeah, we got the table. <laughs> All right. Your $150 uh, individual seat is only $99. Wow. And we've already sold. We're selling 90 tables this year, guys. <laughs> Nine zero. And cool we've already sold 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. Unheard great. of. People are really excited. Um, we have some really cool, uh, li- we have a live auction. I get this. You're, you'll like this. Dave, you should bid on this. I, I will. Okay. So a uh, live auction item, it, It's uh, you're going to go with a uh, extremely experienced uh, Jeep guy in his high-tech Jeep. Uh, we're gonna they're gonna take you out to the to the desert and for and you know off road right, do right, all right, kinds right, of really right. cool trails, but then for lunch we're gonna do the uh, uh, tri tip on the manifold. Uh, 
Oh, you're gonna do the manifold <laughs> oh, try death. Oh, that's awesome. Are you taking? Are you going out? I'm, I'm probably. I'm definitely gonna weasel my way into that. Well, yeah. we get your Jeep to start. Yeah, my Jeep's not exactly high tech, but there. It's <laughs> really, high, I'm though. not gonna Joe's stick you in my Jeep. Drive. It is. Yeah, I'm not gonna stick you in my Jeep because it's like a. Laura calls it the tractor. His Jeep is is way better. My um, wife. My wife. Your manifold get hot though. My manifold definitely gets hot. I asked him. I was like, "Have you ever done this before, man? Are you sure?" He goes, "Oh, all the time. It turns out awesome. He's he, he's it's going to be great. He knows how to keep it. I, well, I've known people that do that. And there, I knew this one guy that made a unit that slid over your tailpipe, <laughs> and it all, all the food was around it, and it cooked it with it between here and Bakersfield. <laughs> that's I funny. know it's crazy. <laughs> so that's one of our live auction items. But we're going to have you know we always prizes firearms. Uh, Where are we having it? It's at the town and country. The old one or the new one? New, well, it's in their it's in their the huge convention center, convention yeah, center really in town awesome. and country in Michigan. They're still building the new one, right? Well, no. they're, they're building pieces. They're building like housing or something. And what like is that across the street from them? That great. Big- that's the Morris Cirillo, uh, you know, something center. So Remember there'll be another the, meeting the area? church. Yeah, it's a church type of thing. Oh, it's a church. Okay, it's a church right. type of thing. By the way, uh, Gun Sports Radio is doing uh, our our uh, donations for the. What are we doing? We're doing two AR-15s. Nice. We're there doing you go. Two AR-15s, and we should put two together. special builds. And I'll send that. it to you. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to do two of them. Co-host on Gun Sports Radio. Yeah, we'll do that again too. Oh yeah, all right, right. Yeah, we'll do for the, a live yeah, auction. Yeah, yeah, for a live yeah, auction we'll item that. that you want to come on the radio. And yeah, we we have a, an African safari in the live auction, um, which is uh, very very cool. Um, but it's it's a wide variety of stuff. Last year you had something in South America, right? Some we did. I'm not sure if we're going to do that uh, <laughs> again. But the, that one sold. <laughs> no I mean, reason. But wait a minute. That. No, I've got just anyway, the thing. What round trip to China? Yeah, <laughs> we can get airfare really cheap. Yeah, very we can cheap. get rooms really. Cheap. Comes yeah. with a free comes with a, mask. and a basket, a bottle of aspirin. Yeah, maybe some. So May sixteenth, and people go where sanitizer. for the website to sign up. Yeah, May sixteenth, go to gunprom.com. Gunprom.com. Oh, you can also easy. get there at our our website, San Diego County Gun Owners.com. 800 people plus this year. Um, Don't need to be an enthusiast. No, you know, bring your date. I mean, this is uh, this is not a, 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 you know, a stuffy political dinner. This is fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we wear cowboy boots if you want and hats. Anything you want. How many cowboys? We're going going hats this year. Are yeah. you, do, you doing your hat? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do hat. mine, too, so I don't have to work. Morgan. Hey, and you got cowboy boots. I now. bought me some cowboy boots in San Antonio, Texas. Just want you to know. Honestly, the concentration of cowboy hats at our gun dinner is probably a little lower than your... Well, you're going to wear yours? It's, it's, it's higher than your typical political dinner, lower than your typical gun I'm dinner. wearing my cowboy hat, my shirt. I've got it all dialed in. Hey, i got my whole a, outfit. There's a certain message that goes with uh, with uh, high-end Western wear. Yes, you know? there is. Yeah. I even have a bolo. <laughs> I picked that up in San Antonio too. Well, that's cool. Oh, I thought that was because you're a Chargers fan. Remember? Uh, no, was it not, Rivers? No. Yeah, he no. wore a bolo. Yeah, he should uh, wear one tight well, around. Well, last year a lot of people oh. bid on a lot of uh, auction items, oh, so you yeah. have the uh, so many different things. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to do the sport memorabilia thing again? Yeah, we're going to have uh, yes, silent auction, uh, and they're going to have probably so much stuff. Movie so and many sports things. memorabilia. It's really cool. Yeah, they had. Uh, 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 the like old classic rock uh, memorabilia and sports and um, uh, movie was. How would you like a opportunity to go to Auto Club Speedway and drive a NASCAR? That would be awesome. I can get seriously. You. Yeah, with uh, the Rusty Wallace driving school. How cool would that be? Yeah, I'll get you that. I'll get that hooked up for sure. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. All yeah, right. Send awesome. me an email and remind me. I will, but, I, but I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that next week. Okay. And there you go. If you've never done it, it's a hoot. 
All right. Big We're, round of applause for Dave. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Where's that at cool. again? Auto Club Speedway. Oh, good. Yeah, the 405 in a circle. Yep. Oh, that's great. And you get up to, you got the Wavos, buck 60. Oh, good. Really? They'll <laughs> let you go that fast? And, the, and you go by yourself. You don't ride with anybody. Oh, good. Yeah, you're it. You've got headphones. You've got somebody yelling in your ear, look out for the wall, look out for the wall, look out for the wall. But saying, use that, the force. Yeah, use the force. Yeah. <laughs> use no. the force. But if you haven't done it, everybody goes, no, trust me. It's the, And they provide the driving suit, helmet. I mean, they provide everything. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I think Laura, I think my wife's going to bid on that. You think he could do it as a, you know, one of those, what a silent auction thing or whatever. And he could have him as the MC doing it. I might have, I might not a silent auction. I think or I might a, do, yeah, put that in the live auction. Live auction, Right. He could live auction it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you an inside tip and I don't know if you want to do it. You could upset a few people, but the silent auction, you walk by it. If you don't like the numbers, your auctioneer, you say, okay, we're opening up the, the silent auction. And then you go back and you and you open up the silent auction. All right, that'll double whatever the numbers are on there. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of little you know ways to do it. Little ways. But here's the thing: what are the proceeds going to? It goes to it goes to support. It goes to a couple different things. Uh, it goes to support the organization. Right. So make sure that we can do all the things that we need right. to do. Um, but uh, what that means is it goes to supporting candidates to help them get elected. Uh, you know, we just rolled out this Not Me SD program where we actually uh, pair. You know, if a woman contacts us and says, "Hey, you know, I, I don't own a gun. I've, I've never had any training. I don't have a CCW." We pair her up with an experienced, trained volunteer who's mm-hmm. also a woman, and she helps her get the training, wow. helps her get a firearm, helps her get a CCW or or anything that she needs in that realm right. in order to be able to you know be safe outside of her home or inside of her home or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, it, we also when we make sure that nothing is, a fi- you know, t- too big a financial hurdle. So if, if a woman comes to us and says, hey, I can't even afford a gun. You know, I yeah. just got out of a horrible situation, right. relationship, something like that. I, I'm I, I'm barely, you know, getting by. We don't we want to make sure that it's not a financial uh, sure. hurdle. Yeah. Um, so in some cases, we'll we'll find her free or, or discounted training from a professional. Um, or we'll find her a grant for a firearm to make sure that she yeah. can defend herself because, you know, defending her to the Second Amendment isn't just for rich people. So, yeah. And that's what a lot of people think. So that's what the proceeds go towards. And this that's dinner excellent. is going to we're going to talk a lot about uh, not me SD. We just rolled it out for the first time last year. Okay. Um, but now we've uh, we're going to have a full year behind us. And uh, we've done some good things for some great people. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And I got to tell you, folks, I've been and it is absolutely a blast. And you'll run into people. You'll go. <gasps> You're into guns? I didn't know you were into guns. No kidding. And it just bonds these relationships because after that event's over, except you and your wife, you're exhausted, but everybody else is, you know, they've all made all kinds of new friends. All fired up. That, that's one of the most rewarding things of any of our events is when people who, you know, they see someone there that they know, maybe they've been going to church with them for 15 years yeah. and they had no idea. They never had talked about guns before. And there they were at, at a, you know, that happened to me last event. at the last event. The, one of the guys there is a general manager of a car dealership. I had no idea he was into guns. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah. I listen to your show all the time. I go, <laughs> I didn't even know that either. But yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Good yeah. thing. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And what oh, by some- the way, we did get, I got a compliment from uh, Judy Wells. Okay. The short time we had her on. Yep. She said, their site blew up. They got over eight thousand hits, 
and phone calls like you would not believe. Fabulous. That's yeah. awesome. So. She'll be on again on uh, March 8th. Okay, Sunday good deal. March 8th. Good yep. deal, good deal, good deal. She's so. fabulous. All right, so let's take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Hey folks, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. I mean, Brandon's going over the top over here. What do you That's think? That's way better. Way better. Way happier now? <laughs> okay, you're on the you're on you're back on the positive. <laughs> hey folks, what's the best defense for self-defense? And those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. That's who. Mike Lance, Joe, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and a plan designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at fire, firearmslegal.com or call 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. Firearmslegal.com. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. All right, this segment sponsored by the Gun Range San Diego. I call it the Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges, just not the price. They're all about service. 7853 Balboa Avenue, seven days a week, 10 to 10. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com. You will be totally blown away at all of the services they offer you, whether you're a first-time shooter or an old-time shooter. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. All right, we got our expert on the line, Jason Stevens. How you doing, Jason? Doing fine, Dave. How you doing? Eh, you know, just living the dream, you know, waiting for you to tell us how busy you are. Cool. We are pretty busy, pretty dang busy. He's yeah. hopping down there. You're a hopper. Though. I did a drive-by on him before the show. Did you do a drive-by? I did a drive-by on him, yeah. He's a busy a drive-by. man. Was his head above water? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. <clears throat> Plus, he was uh, acting as the, the the resident tech, Uh-oh. computer tech. What were you doing? What I interrupt you? Or doing? what were you trying to do? Oh, well, we had some tech support issue. We had uh, just uh, one of our servers went down. Turns out somebody had accidentally unplugged it. That's all. Okay. Is that plug it back in? Uh-huh. He caught me on my back. But uh, yeah. So how are you guys doing? We're doing great. So uh, have you got a uh, you got anything special uh-huh. for tomorrow since it's a holiday? President's oh, Day. Got same old prices, just same stuff. Just come on in, have a good time. We'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Well, the Valentine's Day was pretty big oh, over yeah. there. Yeah, how was Valentine's yeah, Day? It was really big. It was fantastic, man. It was a uh, really, 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 really busy. It's one of the busiest days of the entire year. I had no idea. It's wow. romantic. Yeah, Isn't this yeah. very yeah. romantic? Is, is that <laughs> Get a normal? Out. I mean, most of your Valentine's Days have yeah. been off the chart? Yeah, Valentine's Day is typically one of the, one of the top three busiest days of the entire year. So is it the boyfriend husband trying to convince the wife to buy a gun? Usually. Or is it Usually, the wife yeah. trying to convince the husband? <laughs> yeah. You know, half the time I want to say the husband directs the wife, you know, to shoot and you know, afterward, you know, they kinda of have to stop somewhere for the wife too. Mm-hmm. But everybody always everybody has a good time. Maybe it's uh it's yeah, the yeah. wife trying to convince the husband to uh, pop the question. Well, there's that yeah. too. Let's go to the gun range and talk about it. Yeah, what a place to pop the question, <laughs> huh? Yeah. I don't know. 
Get hey, underneath. Will you buy me a 1911? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Jason, how much uh, do you guys do? Like, if someone, how much gunsmithing do you guys do? Do you, if someone has a stock or, or some kind of pieces part or some kind of accessory, are you guys able to install that? Or, or what's your what are your limitations there? Well, we do install some. Uh, we do install certain things. I wouldn't call us more of a more of a cook as opposed to a chef. We can definitely install sights. We can install you know accessories under AR-15, your AK, anything like that. We can't build a rifle for you, anything like that. We can't mill anything for you. Uh, we can't get that that RMR cut and that Glock slide so you can get that optic on there. But we can do everything else. If you ever have a problem with a gun, we're always happy to troubleshoot it. Nice. So you, like on a like, if I wanted to switch out a uh, you know the, the hammer or the safety or something on a 1911, is that something you guys could do, or is that? Yeah, that's something we could do. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Now, yeah, yeah. is your gunsmith? Is he? He doesn't work seven days a week, right? No, no. If that's something you want to call and specifically ask for Will about, you want to talk to Will about anything like that. So. If there is a will, then there is a way. Is that ah, a, that's, uh, I, was, I was waiting. It took me like no time at all. I jumped right on that. One. <laughs> that was perfect. That's what they say. So here's what there's I want to do. There's a way. Here's what I want to do. I want to get the uh, TRP, the black armory coat TRP, mm-hmm. so the, the the dark one. But then I want to mm-hmm. I want to switch out as many parts as I can with stainless steel parts. So the the hammer and the and the safety mm-hmm. and the uh, um, you know a couple other little pieces parts right. are, are stainless. So mm-hmm. that's that's what uh, that's something you could do. Yeah, all right. that would be very doable. That'd be very doable. I got a good story. Someone you know someone brought in last week. Uh, uh, his great grandfather was an Austro-Hungarian officer in World War One, and he brought in his pistol. It's called a it's called a Steyr Han or Steyr M nineteen twelve pistol, mm. and it was just the coolest thing right out of history. Uh, you know, hundred hundred three hundred four year old pistol, and there it was. You know, looking like it rolled off the factory a couple of years ago. I thought that was really neat. Um, really so, nice like guy. hardly used, you know, like like them. mint condition. Well, it had been it had been passed down. You know, his his after you know he survived World War One. His uh, I guess his great grandfather moved back to Austria. Uh, he passed it down to his son, who immigrated to the United States. Uh, passed it down to his son, and then you know the guy the guy came in and showed it to us. I always love seeing historical weapons. You know, the World War One era. Um, Definitely my favorite era of weapons because all these different countries, uh, you know, this is still the age of empires. You know, you have the Ottoman Empire, the, the British Empire, the Austro-Hungarian Empire. All these different empires had their um, <clears throat> their engineers making up their own completely fresh, completely new designs. And that's why so many of the weapons from World War One are so different and unique looking. Everybody was trying to make a, a reliable autoloader. Um, the machine gun was really gaining steam. Um, you had the Hotchkiss, Austro, uh, the French invented the, the Bernet de Menet Merci, <clears throat> excuse me, also called the Hotchkiss, uh, really unique gun that feeds a, a clip straight through the gun from left to right and just dumps the clip out when it's empty. That's always a neat one. The Lewis gun, we all know about that one, made by an American named Isaac Newton Lewis. Uh, that's the one with the pan magazine on top that turns when you shoot it. The British use that, you know, for a long, long time. All right, so yeah, I got a question. I, I know you're not my nephew, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna try yeah. to stump you. Um, sure. The Steyrhan, what I'm looking yeah. at it here, originally chambered in what? 
The Steyr Hahn is chambered in 9 by 23 Steyr, also called 9 millimeter Steyr. He's an eight-round stripper clip. We need to have. We need to. We need to do a show. It's just him versus my nephew. We kind of did like, last yeah. week. Oh, did Mike. you? Oh, where was I? Mm. <clears throat> oh well. <laughs> Excellent job. That's exactly right. Did. A nine millimeter styer, which yeah. is nine by twenty-three. Yeah. Jason knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's the only cool one you're getting cool. today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, the World War One weapons, that era, of course, you know, a little bit before that, we have John Moses Browning inventing, you know, the 1911. And that, you know, that design, of course, is completely timeless. Uh, if only he knew how, how important that invention was, that, that design. Um, still being made, you know, 109 or 10 years later. Interesting. That's interesting, yeah. yeah. Love mine. No kidding. Okay, now you got everybody looking at their phones. I think I know. Stump. Now we're trying to. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did he want to do with it? Was he looking to sell it? Oh no, no. He just wanted to show. Uh, I, I'm always. Uh, whenever customers have good stories like that, I like to ask them um, to, if they have any of the older weapons. Uh, I've had a customer show me his his Winchester Model 70 with a scope from from the Vietnam War. Um, mm. Nice, nice older guy. Uh, Seen a lot of Lugers, of course, POE Lugers, artillery Lugers, uh, a Mauser C96, you know, the broom handle, uh, Han Solo's blaster from Star Wars. Right. That's, that's a Mauser C96. Seen a lot of those. Uh, real, real cool stuff. Real hey, cool stuff. Have you ever heard of a, a Colt Golden Spike commemorative revolver? I've never heard of that one. No? Right. Well, never heard that one. If you come to our dinner, you're going to see one. You, you'll have a chance to win yeah. one. It's uh, it's kind of a cool deal. I'm oh, just... you're coming, aren't you? That sounds really cool. Where is it? The well, the dinner's at uh, at. Uh, oh, whoa! Yeah, our dinner's at uh, Town and Country. Oh, the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds really nice. The gold spike roll. I'm guessing that's. Uh, I'm guessing that has to do with the railroad. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure, but we just got it. We yeah. just got it donated, and it's going to be one mm-hmm. of the prizes. And I've been looking into it, so I was. I'm, I've been wow, picking really cool. people's brains to you see. You better put in for that day off now. Yeah, but I've been yeah. trying to figure out what what is, what is it commemorating. But it's, you know, those kinds of. And, I'm going to guess. Go ahead. I'm guess. Guess it has to do with the rail. I'm going to guess it has to do with probably the completion of uh, of the railroad. That's just that's yeah, just the guess. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, because the the golden spike is uh, a railroad mm-hmm. spike. That might make sense. Right. But those commemorative guns always do really well in, in you know, as prizes at oh, times yeah. and that sort of thing. You know. Oh, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, Colt's got a lot of them. Winchester's got, I mean, countless, countless commemorative. They got the John Wayne one. They got uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I like the commemorative stuff. Yeah, well, and the commemorative yeah, yeah. stuff, does not, doesn't that hold value quite well? It does. It really does. Uh uh, as long as you keep it like a, like an heirloom, usually the ones I see are are heirlooms. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. In particular, the the older style, like the Henry. Uh, I don't know if you know Abraham Lincoln was given uh, Henry rifle serial number six. Wow, number six. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they, I think they, I want to say they made a reproduction of that, and you know those are extremely rare and expensive. Is that in a uh, museum somewhere? Like you think that. it is. It is in a museum. Don't know which one. It but should it be in a museum. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's probably in the Smithsonian. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be willing to bet that Indiana Jones' best lines. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Now that you mention it. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys are still yeah. pretty busy down there, but 
does it kind of wane off a little bit towards the dinner hour? Uh, you know, it depends. Usually on a weekday, if uh, weekday kind of slows down a little bit, weekend picks up. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, put your tennis shoes on. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you down the road, folks. That's Gun Range San Diego, thegunrangesandiego.com. All right, bud, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks a lot. This is FM 961 AM 1170. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.